for this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and the love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you might know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you might know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe. The power is the same as his mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly realms. Far above the rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be the head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who feels everything in every way. Good morning. My name is Tony and welcome to my home. We're going to be sharing the word of God together this morning, but before we do, why don't we say a word of prayer together? Father, I want to thank you for your goodness to each and every one of us. I thank you that you are always with us and always wanting the very best for each of us in every circumstance. The word teaches us that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And so this morning, I ask that we meet, <clears throat> I ask that we might each hear you speak into our life circumstances, words of hope, words of comfort, words of direction. Speak to us all today in a personal and life-giving way. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So in Genesis chapter 1, being the first book of the Bible, we see this wonderful picture of how the world was meant to be. This picture of all things living together in harmony or oneness, or in Hebrew, shalom, meaning peace, wholeness, completeness, prosperity, welfare, and tranquility. Because a good God had created a good world in which he'd placed good people to do a good work so that they might live the good life. To requote a series from earlier this year, The Dadda's Guide to the Bible, that was inspired by a book by John Dixon. This picture of oneness was us all living together within the three dimensions again to refer back to our earlier series, us living at peace with God, with ourselves and one another, and with the world around us. But this oneness in Genesis chapter 3 is sadly destroyed by our enemy, this dark thread, that entered our world and story with a will to bring division and destruction causing humanity to choose to reject God's intentions for them and suddenly all of life was changed. No longer would we live as one with God, with ourselves and one another and with the world in which God had placed us. 
but now we would live in a tension, a tension of division. But God in his grace, he doesn't leave us there. And so towards the end of Genesis 3, we find God moves to restore the brokenness with his promise. I will cause hostility, God said, speaking to the serpent, between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. Now we know that this promise was fulfilled in the birth, life, death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And Jesus now stands inviting each of us to once again become a part of this oneness. And so this morning, I'd like to welcome you to that invitation and our new series based on a little book called Ephesians. This little book, most likely written by Paul, who if you can remember last year we met in a series called A Portrait of Paul, which if you missed, is well worth a watch and probably saved with our other online messages, is a little book, unlike most of Paul's other writings, that were often written to give specific instructions around issues or questions arising within different gatherings. Ephesians is written with, well, a more kind of general vibe so that it could most probably be more broadly circulated among many church gatherings so that all could be included in this invitation. You see, Paul in this letter writes to make known the mystery that was made known to him by revelation. This mystery. Anybody else enjoy a good mystery? So Paul's intention in this writing is to reveal God's mystery and to invite everyone into it. Now the structure of this little book is divided into two very clear sections. The first section, chapters 1 to 3, is Paul sort of retelling the story of God's grace towards us his will for each of us, and to reveal this mystery that Paul feels has been revealed to him by revelation. The second section, chapters 4 to 6, is well really how we should then respond to this God-grace story or mystery. And so again, if you can remember back to our Dad's Guide to the Bible series, we saw how grace so often precedes obedience or action, as I like to think of it. Well, this little book is like a beautiful illustration of just that. So you could summarise the chapters of Ephesians 1 to 3 as being God's grace story towards us, and chapters 4 to 6 as being our action or obedience to that grace story. So why should this matter to us? Why should our obedience or actions be grounded in grace? Well, if you think about it, our actions are always coming from somewhere within us. They're always being driven by a particular motive, belief or value. Now, Proverbs 4.23 reminds us that above all else, we must guard our heart for everything that we do flows from it. Now, if my actions are being driven by the wrong sort of motive, belief or value, well, things might not be going quite so well for me. 
because the things that I do, the way that I treat people, the decisions that I make, well, they might all be growing out of a place that's very unhealthy. And God doesn't want this for us. He doesn't want us to be motivated by unhealthy beliefs or values of, say, fear or rule keeping or performance management or control and power. God's desire is that we'd be people of grace. And so motivated by grace, we would choose to live and act in a particular kind of way. So today, in the few minutes that I have left, I'd like to invite you into that grace story and I'd like to ask you to consider how this story may touch you and begin to form a foundation for you in which you might then be able to act. So let us begin. Chapter 1, verse 1 of the book of Ephesians. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, to God's holy people in Ephesus, the faithful in Christ Jesus, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. And so we begin with praise. Praise to God because he has blessed us. Now this praise in the Greek literally means to speak well of. And we choose to speak well of God because he has shown so much grace and kindness to us. He has blessed us with every spiritual blessing. For when you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who was a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. Now that's a spiritual blessing worth praising God about. The presence of the Holy Spirit, God himself, dwelling with us daily to help us, guide us, strengthen us, until the day we receive the fullness of God's presence in us. Now that's a spiritual blessing worth praising God about. The presence of the Holy Spirit, God himself, dwelling with us daily to help us, guide us, strengthen us, until the day we receive the fullness of God's promises to us. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love he predestined us for the adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will. He has chosen us to belong to him not as slaves or servants but as sons and daughters because he has loved us Before the very creation of the world, he has loved us. And so again, all praise for his glorious grace, for he has freely given us in the one he loves. For in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace. Forgiveness of sins. Now why would we need that? Well, because in the past, we were dead. Because we had sinned 
and fought against God. We had followed the ways of this world and obeyed the devil. He rules this world and his spirit has power over everyone who doesn't obey God. Once we were also ruled by the selfish desires of our bodies and minds. We had made God angry and we were going to be punished like everyone else. You know, the funny thing about being dead is that you're not very good at knowing you're dead because you're dead. And at one time, we were each of us dead and following the ways of a world that is lost in knowing what's good for it. And so Paul prays that the eyes of our heart might be enlightened in order that we would know the hope to which he has called us, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. Now that's not a bad prayer for any one of us to pray for people that we're trusting God for, that their eyes would be open to the hope to which they have been called. And so what's this hope? Well, remember that mystery that Paul is probably just itching to reveal to us by now? Well, here it comes. He, made known to, he has made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ to be put into full effect when the times reach their fulfilment. So here it is. Here's that mystery. To bring unity to all things in heaven and earth under Christ. God has chosen us and offers us salvation and the forgiveness of sins for a purpose. A purpose that is much bigger than just us. His purpose or will that will be put into full effect when the times reach their fulfillment is to bring unity, oneness to all things in heaven and on earth under Christ. And when God says all things, he means all things. Our relationship with God, our relationship with ourselves and one another and the beautiful world that will once more one day be fully restored. Unity, oneness under Christ. That's been God's big plan and has been right from the beginning. He is working all things back to where the story began in Genesis 1. All things together as one, or remember in Hebrew, shalom. This is the big mystery that Paul is wanting to make known to us in this little book called Ephesians. And this has always been God's desire, his will for us, that we would all together dwell with him as one. God was merciful. We were dead because of our sins. But God loves us so much that he made us alive with Christ. And God's wonderful kindness is what saves us. God raised us from death to life with Christ Jesus and has given us a place beside Christ in heaven. God, this, God did this so that in the future world he could show how truly good and kind he is to us because of what Christ Jesus has done. You were saved by faith in God, who treats us much better than we deserve. This is God's gift to you. And not anything that you have done on your own, 
It isn't something you have earned. So there is nothing you can brag about. God planned for us to do good things and to live as he has always wanted us to live. That's why he sent Christ to make us what we are. And so God is bringing everything back together again. He is restoring the oneness that once existed and this is his gift to us if we will receive it. A way has been made possible for us to return to the Father through Jesus and become a part of God's new humanity. And so God now invites each of us to these good works, which he has prepared for us in advance. And so here we are arriving at chapters 4 to 6. As a prisoner for the Lord, Paul writes, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling that you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love, making every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. Let us then live a life worthy of this grace we have been shown, choosing to walk daily with humility, gentleness, patience and love, making every effort to keep the unity this unity that has been God's mysterious work since the beginning to bring everything back together. So how can we be keepers of this unity? Or you might say, how can we all walk each day as one? And this is why this grace story matters so much. Because without it, I wouldn't be able to act with humility or gentleness patience because I wouldn't value the unity that God is restoring and here at Door of Hope we value being a positive caring community because in case you haven't noticed people can at times be difficult of which I know I am one <laughs> and without my acts being grounded in this grace story I would fail to understand God's desire for us all to be united once again as one. And now that I know this, I know how important my acts of kindness, patience and truth-telling are to this purpose being realised. So over the next few weeks, we're going to be asking the question, how can we make every effort to keep the unity that God is desiring to restore? How can we every day walk together as one within our church community, within our partnerships, within our homes and workplaces, or just generally wherever we happen to find ourselves? In preparation for this conversation, can I encourage you this week to spend some time with the first three chapters of Ephesians, just allowing the words to touch you and begin to form a firm foundation that your actions might grow from. So let me finish off by praying like Paul did, that our eyes might be opened to the grace that God has so kindly blessed us with and to the hope that we have been called. I pray that we will become aware of his desire to dwell with us personally and I pray that we would become more aware of the gift of oneness that God is working to restore amongst us.
and that we may become active participators in every moment to be a keeper of that which God is bringing back together. And let us choose daily to walk as one.